Hey everyone, it's your boy Randy Lloyd and I want to thank you for coming across to the Self-Help Mastery Project page where we uh, help individuals to develop their life, develop success in their life. Uh, we want to reach out to people so that they can develop purpose in their life. They can develop their gift and their talent in their life. So this is a, a podcast to help out individuals with these and companies with these type of topic. And guys, also I'm using uh, this knowledge and information to help out my own lives. So I'm not perfect. So I am also uh, recording these podcasts so that I can listen to them and I can use the knowledge to help out in my own personal life. So I want to thank you guys for coming across here and just listening to uh, some of the information and knowledge that we have here in our podcast. Now, uh, guys, so I want to encourage everyone that you can send a message, a uh, voice message, uh, so that we can have a discussion and see, you know, what's going on, what's up, you know. So we can have some debates or, you know, just to have discussion on some of these topics. So click that button and send me a message, a voice message, or send me a message. Or you can send me an email and let's have a discussion and let's talk about certain things. So today, we are going to continue our discussion on emotional intelligence. I'm going to talk a little bit about emotional intelligence. I'm doing some quite a number of research on it. And uh, I've done some research on purpose living, uh, talent management. So this is something I love talking about. Uh, so uh, so, it's, so it's, I'm doing this research based on, 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 on literature reviews out there. And um, sometimes I even go to the biblical um, references just to understand something more. So today's discussion, I am going to give you some examples of low emotional intelligence, people with low EQ. So we talked before that emotional intelligence um, in the last podcast, I'll give you some, some definitions of um, emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress. Communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflict. Now, that, I, I've just said a lot of things there, right? It's to manage your own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress. Communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflicts. So it, it shows that it emotional intelligence, it, it, it's... It shows that in people's life, all of our lives, you're going to face conflicts. But it's how you manage and how you communicate within that conflict is um, emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence is the key to both personal and professional success. Right? It is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotion and to handle interpersonal relationships. So they're constantly talking about managing and handling interpersonal relationships. Now, a person with low EQ now, you don't have much emotional intelligence, 
you have certain attributes about yourself, right? So one of those attributes is a person with low EQ will likely have emotional outbursts, typically out of proportion to the situation at hand. So you have a lot of emotional outbursts and you you know, it's most likely they could get so much. So they just use anger as one of them. It's one of the main ones. So you have uh, outbursts of anger, to the, typically out of proportion to the situation. People with low EQ also have difficulty listening to others. You know, yeah, they're talking, but then you, they ain't hearing you, or they're hearing you, but they ain't want to take you on. They, you know, they're not listening to the situation. They're not listening effectively, right? Uh, person with low EQ become becoming argumentative. To another is another example of behavior that is elicited from someone with low EQ. So becoming argumentative. You're always arguing. You're always falling off with people. You know, it's like you're not even self. It, it goes beyond debate. It goes beyond, um, it goes beyond uh, you know, just, just constructive criticism. It's just literally arguing, you know. So this is something about, you know, people. They're always falling out. They're always, um, they're always like literally... Um, making enemies with, with everybody anywhere they go. Another sign of low EQ is blaming others. You know, you have a tendency to blame others for every single problem that happened in your office, home. You just blaming others as them is the problem. You know? So, another example is believing that others are overly sensitive because the person with EQ cannot understand how others feel. So in other words, you say something and and you always think that them them sensitive, this person sensitive, this person too sensitive, the two this and the two you know, but when you could when you have EQ, you understand how other people would feel if you were to say that. You have a a a, a, a sense of intelligence of this is what I'm going to be saying could affect the emotions and affect that particular person. Negatively, but in your mind, you telling yourself, "I just, I just a joke I'm making him. I just a joke I'm making, um, or I, I would say this, and that is my statement. Or you're too sensitive. Why are you also so sensitive about things? And you know, so it's like you're not really understanding the emotions of others or the feelings of people. Um, so another example. All this is just different examples of low EQ, right? Uh, another example of low EQ is difficulty maintaining friendship and other relationship with others is another sign. You remember that they're always argumentative to always blaming others, they're insensitive, they're insensitive to others. So therefore, how you could build relations? How, you, how can you build friendships? How can you network with people if you always fighting down, if you're always argumentative, if you're always a hater? Uh, stonewalling is another example. Or refusing to see others' point of view is another example. Uh, this can also come because of somebody who does not have proper listening skills. They don't want, they don't, they have a difficulty listening to others and their points and their side of it. They have a difficulty listening to others. Somebody explains something within the office, you know, they're they, they hearing you. 
So they put up a stone wall. I refuse to hear your point of view. You know, rather than have a discussion about it, you refuse. You know, so you you make it your own uh, habit to not literally hear the other person's point of view. So I can go on and on, but it's just going to be repeating some of the same things we talk about here. Um, but these are like the, the main headings. Um, so it's like really actually you have difficulty listening to others. You, 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 you have lots of emotional outbursts. You become argumentative. You tend to blame others. You know, you, 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 you difficulty maintaining relationships and friendships, you know. So this is some of the um, examples of low EQ. And I'm going to give you uh, some examples of how you can develop your emotional intelligence. All right. Uh, so I have some examples here. And I'm going to repeat some that I may have said before. I'm going to repeat some and I'm going to give you additional um, additional information concerning your emotional intelligence. Now, I would like you to understand that developing emotional intelligence is something that you would have to practice. It's not something that does happen. So you need to have a time where each and every some parts of your day you are scheduling your time to work on you so you uh it's like you're working on your health so you go to gym you you so you're working on on your on your on your mindset so you're going to further your degrees so you have a time where you go to classes and you have time where you do read over your notes it's the same thing with emotional intelligence the thing about it is that emotional intelligence Intelligence is not something that is taught in school. It's not something that is taught, you know, so that you don't have a schedule for that in your life. You just go through the motions of life, thinking that how the way you grew up, that's just how you grew up, that's just how I grew up, and that's just how my parents do it. So that's how that's how I want to do it. You just have to accept that, you know. So instead of let me put time in my day to work on me, so it. That is like you are doing now is something on self-management. It's something on self-care. You are taking care of yourself. So I would suggest 15 minutes on a day just for you to just work on your emotional intelligence. Just for you to work on yourself. Work, I'm working on me. I'm working on who I am and who I am going to become. So you're, you're taking, uh, you're taking a, a direct action. Rather than passive, you just everything just happen in your life. No, you're taking a direct action into I am working on me. So you put aside 15 minutes of your day. So when you put aside that 15 minutes for your day, you are going to now use some of these methods to work on your uh, your emotions. Now I know you can't see this, but you are going to. I want to show you a, a, a paint a picture for you here. Just think of this um, analogy, right? Your thoughts creates your feelings. All right, guys? Your thoughts, what you think or what you are thinking creates your feelings or emotions. Your feelings or emotions will now recreate now your actions or your behaviors. And then now your action now would reinforce your thoughts or your thinking. 
And then you're thinking now would reinforce now and create more of your feelings or your emotions. And then the emotions now will continue to feed into, you know, your actions. And therefore, it becomes a cycle, right? So if you're thinking fearful thoughts, you will start to get fearful feelings or emotions. And therefore, you will have fearful actions, and therefore you, it becomes a behavior. And when you, uh, when you do the actions, it just reinforces your thinking, your thoughts. And then the cycle just continue and continue and continue. One of the nice method and great method of managing your emotions is just to be aware of your thinking. It's just to be aware of it. Now, we're going to get into some other details of how to manage that thinking uh, or uh, to be aware of the emotions. But I'm going to show you now what, how to manage your thinking. So to manage your thinking now, you have to have um, a systematic method of, so of identifying those thoughts. So what I would do is I would have a, a notepad. And every day, I would write down the thoughts that you've been thinking uh, based on your actions. For instance, let's just say you, uh, you was in work and you had um, an episode in work where you was discussing something with somebody and it made you feel angry. Just write that down. And write down, I got angry. Right? Write it down and write down, I got angry. And then now you want to discuss why did I got angry. So once you are writing down things that happen to you within, the, within your day, and you write down what thoughts, what feelings or emotions you had, you are now literally systematically writing down and recognizing certain events that happened within you and what that, how that made you feel. Now this is, could be tough. But it's something that you will have to do to learn to get into it. Because what you are practicing is that you are practicing being aware within the moment. But it only can happen when you at the end of your day. So let's just say at the end of your day, you have your notepad. This event happened today. I felt happy. I watched um, Jimmy Fox's new comedy on Netflix. It made me laugh. It made me smile. I had a conversation with my wife, a particular conversation, and it made me sad. And you know, so you want to find out why it made me sad, why this made me laugh plenty. And you had a particular episode in, um, in work with your boss, it made me annoyed or disgusted. Why it made you disgusted? Just write down. If you can't figure out the real reason why, that's cool. That's okay, because what you're trying to do is trying to get to the point where you are in the moment recognizing that this particular event, this particular topic made me disgusted. It made me sad. It, you know, so, so you want to be in the moment in terms of your thinking. So that's cool. That's one method. Um, and it has different methods of managing your, 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 your thoughts. Uh, so we, we just want to discuss that one right now. Another method, I believe I discussed this already, um, it is just saying the word okay. Okay, so let me, so let me explain. And I, I think I explained this last time already. What this method shows is that when you are in the moment, you want to, emotional intelligence is like 
you want to come out of yourself and just watch, observe the scenarios, observe the event that's happening, where you are observing yourself and whoever the other party is, and you are observing, and then you realize that, okay, I'm getting angry here. And if I'm getting angry here, then I should really stop so because I might say or do something that I would regret, I wouldn't like, or X, Y, Z. So therefore, for that to happen, you have to literally stop. You have to find a way to, 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 to signal to your brain, okay, brain, stop. Now let's think. How can that happen? If you could practice telling yourself, okay, when somebody said something, said something to you, whether it's good, bad, nice, laughing, whatever, you, you could just simply say, okay, okay, or noted. Some, some people like to say noted. Even though what they say to you might be offensive, or some, what, what, what they say to you could be sad, or you just say, okay, okay. By practicing saying the word, okay, you are literally cutting or stopping the signals in your brain to, for you to signal to go get angry or to get, to get extremely angry or to get extreme. I mean, you can get annoyed, but to get extremely angry to the point where you're going to react. That's, that's what I'm talking about. You're going to react negatively. So, you're, 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 so you're, you're cutting the point where you're going to be sad to the point where you're going to react negatively because you're sad. And, and when you reach to the point where negative is hard to get depressed. So you want to cut that point. Cut that point by saying, okay. Now, after you, said, after you say, okay, and you cut that point, you now have to recognize in your mind, okay, I'm getting angry. Let me stop this conversation right now and come back at it. Or... Let me try to steer this conversation down a different direction so that I'm not going to be angry. Or the person is not going to get angry. Remember, emotional intelligence is you, you're, you're perceiving that you understand and you're observing the other person too as well. So not just you alone, it's the other person. So you observe the other person getting angry. So you're going to stop. You're going to try to stop it and just say, okay, 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 cool. Okay, cool. Um, and then you, you try to direct the conversation a different part so that it don't blow out of proportion just by saying the word okay or noted. Another way of doing that, remember, you're, you're trying to stop the signals sent into your brain that you are getting to the point where you're over angry. So you're trying to stop that signal continuously going to your, to your, to your brain. Another method is one I learned from Martin Luther King Jr. reading his books is developing a sense of humor. Developing a sense of humor and smile. So because you, somebody says something or you hear a conversation, because you could smile, that now would just stop. You know, so you're not, so you're, you're, so in other words, what you're trying to do is that you're trying to use another emotions to stop a different negative emotion. So you're trying to use happiness. So you're not, you're not exactly happy, but you're smiling. So because you're smiling now, and you're like, and then now on top of that, you're smiling and you're just, and you're just saying, okay. So you're smiling now. That smile says that, okay, I, ab I observe what you're saying. I hear you. It's getting me angry, but I'm smiling. And I'm saying, okay. That means that I can start to think now and figure out this thing from a different perspective. Right, so learning, getting a, getting yourself a sense of humor is really, really uh, cool. It's really, really good. 
Uh, so there's another method called the doorbell ringing method. Right, the doorbell ringing method. Now, what this method says shows is that when you are in an argument or you are in a conversation with somebody, there's something that has happened sometimes to ring a bell. Let's just say you're in an argument and the doorbell rings. When that doorbell rings, it literally cuts the argument. Most times, sometimes. It cuts the argument. It cuts whatever conversation is happening. So you now have to attend to what's happening. And sometimes if it's a neighbor, you tend to put on a smile. Right? Because it cuts the heat of the moment. All you're trying to do is cut the signals going to your brain. Sudden saying that you are getting more and more and more and more angry. And when that, when that happens now, you are now creating an avalanche of anger. So you're trying to reach up and to cut it and stop it so that you can talk to yourself and say, listen, I'm getting angry. Let's manage this. Let's stir this conversation around. Or you see the other person getting angry. Now, you can, sometimes this happens in real life where you actually hear the door ring or your phone ring. But you can do this psychologically in your mind by practicing now hearing the door ringing when you realize you're getting too angry by practicing hearing your phone ringing when you are getting too angry now this takes practice guys this is not something that happened overnight you have to literally practice um, um, organizing your mindset that when you realize you're getting angry you hear the phone ringing and when you hear the phone ringing you're like okay okay I'm getting angry. The phone is ringing in my head. Or you're hearing the doorbell in your head. Okay, the phone is ringing. The phone is ringing. Okay, I'm getting a little too angry. Let's stop this and let's see what, how I could steer this conversation in a way where I can manage it. Or you just say, listen, can't talk about this right now. Let's get back to it. All right? Um, so uh, this is just um, really, really uh, different methods. You can do your photo reading uh, by listening, by reading books like Emotional Intelligence by Daniel uh, Goldman. You have The Power of Vulnerability, a really cool book by Brené Brown. Uh, you can do further reading by uh, getting the book or you can listen to the book or on Audible. That's what I do these days. Um, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude, and a really good book by Napoleon Hill. Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude. Really, really awesome book. And guys, uh, our next podcast, I would like to get into um, different aspects of um, the emotional intelligence. Literally, get into the different aspects. We're talking about self, being self-aware. Remember, being emotionally intelligent have four different attributes. Self-management, self-awareness, social awareness, and relationship management. So we want to touch on some of these topics, right? So hopefully the next podcast I'm going to be doing, I'm going to get and touch into different aspects of the emotional intelligence, of the different attributes of the emotional intelligence so that we can better dive down into understanding them. All right, guys? So this is important. Uh, so let's uh, learn more and develop our life guys thank you very much for coming across 
to my podcast. I would really like to hear from you guys. So please send me a message. Let me know what's up. Let me know what's going on. Let's have a discussion about it, guys. Uh, so thank you very much for coming across to this podcast. And I will see you on the next one.